Good evening, hello, hello, and welcome to another episode of the Departure Gate podcast here at the beautiful Maltese waterfront here in Valletta on the island of Malta. With me tonight is the most recently eliminated contestant, Joshua Leday, who looked like he might storm through this game like a bull in a china shop, but uh, it came to a screeching halt for him the last round. He's with us here to talk about it all. I'm sure he has a lot to say. So, Joshua, welcome in. Hi, thanks for introducing me. Of course, of course. We were very happy to have you. We're we're happy that you chose to take some time to talk to us tonight. Of course, we are naturally sad to see you here. It's that great conundrum. We love talking to our cast, but if we're talking to them, it means that they have left the game and uh, been eliminated from contention for the title of Soul Survivor. So you come in and finished in ninth place. I'm sure that at one point you probably thought you'd get a lot deeper than that, but... Uh, it crashed down hard and fast for you, but uh, we're going to get to talk about it tonight. Um, so, I, what was your? When did you realize? When did you sense danger this first round? Because I think I think you smelled the writing on the wall, or you sensed the writing on the wall. I guess. So, I I feel like it was like literally after like challenge results were posted, I was like, this is the worst combo of like immunity and exile that could have happened to me. <laughs> So I was like, oh shit, I'm not going to be able to do what I was wanting to do this round. And I already feel like the two people that I was going after probably sensed that I was going to come after them. So they're probably going to immediately target me. I'm going to have to figure this out. I kind of, and obviously like there was some frustration with the challenge. So I like took the night off. And took most of the next day off. And by the time I logged back on, I was like, okay, is my name going around? Yes, it is. Okay, let's get to work. And that's... Well, you definitely uh, you definitely got on that bus after you uh, found out that you were in trouble. You definitely went down swinging. Yeah, I, that's, that's all you can do in that situation, you know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I don't think anyone just... I, I, there are very few people, I think, that get, get told, hey, um, people are coming after you, and they're just like, oh, that's nice, I'll just go on with my day. I, I don't think that's a normal reaction. Like, right. I think it's natural, like, what you would do. Um, so, what were some of the strategies that you employed to stick around? And obviously, a lot of the exiles have not gone your way in this merge. Um, mm. Where do you think, like, your downfall kind of started? I think, I mean, I feel like I still had control right up until this last round, but I think where, like, the seed started was probably back at the Marcus vote, because I feel like I was just so, like, you know, I flipped my hair and was like, this is how it's going to be, and <laughs> and I feel like it rubbed well, one person in particular a wrong way, and I feel like that ultimately led to my downfall here. Yeah, um, I think that's a good place to start. Like, did you feel that the energy kind of shifted after you, you know, went out on a limb to keep Nick in the game? Did you feel like it was like a gradual, like, almost like a slow burn after that? You know what? It's so funny because I feel like now that I look back, I'm like, yeah, there was a shift with, like, Ethan in particular. Um, but part of me is just so 
I don't know. I was, for some reason, I just like blindly trusted him. I was like, oh, he's never going to turn on me. Like we're thick, thick as thieves, like whatever. Like even if, even though like I forced his hand to vote Marcus, like he's never going to turn on me. <laughs> and I just had that mindset the whole time. So when I started getting like whispers at this last tribal that he was, you know, against me, I was like, you guys are wrong. Like, there's no way. <laughs> and then it happened. So there was nothing for me to do at that point. Yeah, no, it happens. Let's let's get into that. Let's talk about uh, you know the Ethan the Ethan situation. I think that's probably a good place to to start. Um, you know, you mentioned kind of the shift. I mean, at the beginning, you guys seem to really hit it off um what what do you think made ethan kind of pull away from you let's say that again you and ethan seem to really hit it off and then all of a sudden you guys seem to like you said he kind of seemed to pull away from you what do you think was that all about i think ethan has a leadership complex i think he was the one who wanted to you know, be in control of the guy tribe. Like, I really think that's what he wanted and what he was picturing. Um, and I was picturing that too. Like, I don't know. I don't know if you guys remember, but in like my first confessional or like second one, I was like, I think Ethan's going to be the centerpiece of this tribe and I'm going to be like center adjacent. And it didn't end up working that way because I think my relationships trumped his. And I think I showed that at the Marcus vote. So ever since then, I think maybe he's, it was just like a slow build of resentment towards me. And I mean, I guess I don't blame him for that, but like I was still fully in his corner. I was like 100%. You guys saw like my last rank down I did of the cast. I still had him at number one. Which is hilarious because he probably had me at like dead last at that point, but whatever. It is what it is. I think we've all had, you know, I, and I definitely know that I myself, you know, sympathize with you because I think, Josh, we've all had, we've all had those games where we've had somebody where it's like, it's, it's, you know, it's that famous Bonnie Raitt song, you know, I can't make you love me if you don't, right? Yeah, for sure. But yeah, it is it is tough, um, you know, when you're with somebody and that that kind of falls apart. But you, I remember you you cast your last vote against him, and you you gave him middle finger on your way out, and all of a sudden, you know, all of these things were, you know, coming through, and you put that out there. And what is there is there no world in which you consider voting for him to win is he completely out of it for you or would you still vote for him if he, he can just his game to you no i mean he's completely out of it for me like i can't i can't fathom to ever vote him in this game like over anyone i would vote nina over him and i think nina's like the biggest goat left so yeah, I'm, he completely just lost my vote entirely. I don't know what he was thinking. I really just, I, I mean, I understand. The part of it I understand is his resentment towards me from, like, earlier in the game. The part that I don't understand is that 
I was completely in his corner, so why feel the need to screw me over like that so hard this early? I don't know. I just, I, I, I don't understand why it was a necessary move for him, personally. Well, you know, I, I can definitely understand why you'd be harboring, you know, those kind of feelings. You mentioned Nina, too, as kind of like a, like a goat in your mind. What makes her a goat? Is it just that she doesn't seem to have a lot of moves? Is it because she went to exile a lot? Is it a combination of things? Because a lot of people seem to be, you know, I've heard, I've heard that from other people who have come in here, too, you know, talking about Nina kind of just, you know, being very much an enigma to a lot of people. Was she an enigma to you as well? <sighs> She has a way of saying a lot without saying anything at all. <laughs> and it's very transparent to me. Like we had, when we were both out of the Big Brother mini challenge, we were both out of it pretty early. I had a chance to finally be like, okay, let me try and work on Nina. Let me make, you know, be productive somehow. And that was our first game talk. And she all she said the entire time was basically i really enjoy you let's work together but she said it with like a million words but that was the only point that she was getting across so i'm like okay um are we gonna like you know further this conversation at all or is it just gonna stay here and it just stayed there and those type of players when they hold their cards so close to their chest i feel like i can't respect that because you're never like branching out and trying things with people and i feel like that's what you need to do in order to succeed and in order to make moves to build your resume and i feel like she's not doing that yeah i mean to be fair though i mean it is still it's i know it's getting kind of late but i mean there is still time for everyone to make that last push to the end. I mean, so many times in orgs now, you see people who, you know, kind of sleuth around until this point and they start making their moves. Maybe you don't feel like Nina would do that, but I mean, I guess you never know, right? I mean, I think, I think you know, there's still five tribal councils before the final three. Is there anyone that all these people should be eyeing as someone to take out? I have a feeling I know the answer, but I want it on record anyway. Is there anyone who you feel like these people maybe won't take out but should? Um, well, I think everyone obviously should take out Dominique, clearly, like, biggest threat, I don't know why people wouldn't be looking at her, um, and Misty in her own right, but only because she has, you know, 99.9% .9 has an idol, maybe two, so... Um, both of them, they need to get rid of. I feel like they need to get rid of Alyssa, but I don't think that that's going to happen soon. I feel like Alyssa's like, kind of... Sorry. sorry, go ahead. No, you, you go ahead, sir. I, I do apologize if I come off um, flustered at all. You'll listen to the other interviews that are up there. I normally don't. Um, it's Tim just impromptu, like, walked off of the hosting staff, so I'm trying to, oh. keep a, trying to keep a cool head while we're doing this, and I do want to go through with this, so 
Um, hopefully that will resolve itself with Tim and I. But uh, so if you're wondering why I sound a little distant, that's why I do apologize not only to you but anyone listening in if there are points where I sound a bit off. I do want you to continue though, and I do want you to know that I'm doing my best to keep my full attention on you. So um, I, I enjoy what you were saying. So please continue with um, the Alyssa thing. I mean, do you if if those if one of those three are in the final three, like would you vote for them to win it? I would vote for Alyssa or Dominique. I probably wouldn't vote for Misty because I don't think her social game was really that great. Like, I enjoyed her early on, but it quickly fell off. And I think it's because her way of conversing is just... I don't know, it's boring to me. She makes jokes, but I don't think they're as funny (laughs) as maybe she thinks they are. Um, but that's the only way she speaks. Whereas, like, Alyssa and Dominique, they can crack jokes, but also, like, sit down and be like, okay, look, here's what's up, like, let's talk about this. And Misty just doesn't have that same type of energy, you know? That makes a lot of sense. Um, but, you know, it's like you said, if she has one idol, maybe two, I mean, she's she's really been packing it the whole time. I do think... It- that's not something you can ignore as a juror, right? Like, if she actually has one or two just sitting there and no one's coming for her. Uh, I always put social game above anything else, personally. It, for, me, it goes like, for me, it goes, like, social and then, like, strategy and then, like, um, like, advantages and, like, how you use them. Those are, like, the three big things. But social comes on top for me. So because she, I didn't feel like she performed that well in that category. She kind of ranks lower than the other two. Right. So you're saying if she's sitting with Dom or Alyssa, it's not really a question for you. I was saying more generally, if she's sitting with a combination of others, and I do want to be clear, by the way, Joshua, and I hope you understand this. It is my job as the host to kind of be the devil's advocate here and ask these kind of questions. So I hope you don't feel like I'm trying to steer your vote in any way or anything like that. Oh, no, I, I get it. And I don't think really anyone could steer my vote in one certain direction. I'm pretty stubborn when it comes to how I want to vote. No, I um, understand that, but I'm saying as a host, I need to make clear that you don't think that that's happening. You know no, I mean? no, no, no. Like, no, I don't think that. The, the, the people we haven't talked about are the three guys, Nick, Sam, and Keith. You, you had varying relationships with with all three of these people and i I think you had really good relationships with almost especially nick um Mm -hmm. what do you think nick has to do because i know that you mentioned many times your confessional that like i'm not working super in tandem with nick but like i love nick you went out of your way to move heaven and earth to get marcus out of here to keep nick in the game and now you know he's sitting in the final eight he's still sitting up there and he's been exiled four times who knows if he has something Right. I hope he does. I mean, that would be great. I'm like, I'm proud of him for making it this far. I, you know, he's probably the person I'm most rooting for at this point. I know he had a tight relationship with Alyssa. I'm not sure how I ranked in regards to that relationship. But even if I came like number two or whatever, like it's fine. I still really enjoyed him. I'm would never regret doing what I did to save him. So if he gets to the end, like I, I would absolutely be inclined to vote him pretty much over anyone else. But it also, you know, final council um, performance kind of plays a big factor for me too. So we'll see. 
I mean, I will say this. I think that's a very good thing to, like, let the Final Tribal Council be a big factor, like, in your vote, with the exception of maybe someone who, like, you know, never spoke to you. Because, uh, at least for me, I'm sure you know what I'm talking about with orgs. There are a lot of times when, like, you have people who just, like, skim the FTC or don't read it. Like, people put their heart and soul on that Final Tribal. It's almost kind of like you should at least let people explain their game uh, to you. Um, speaking of um, the other guys, Keith and Sam, I know that you were really close with Sam. I mean, I'm just reading the jury sentiment here. Do you think Sam could sneak into that final three? I mean, you guys, that he has a very favorable jury to him based on at least what you guys have said in public. Maybe you're all doing that for show, but in public and in, in the Ponderosa chat, you guys seem to all be hoping he sneaks his way there. So I don't think Sam's going to make it to the end, only because I think everyone left in the game is probably well aware that we all love him on the jury there he doesn't have any enemies on the jury so far other than like maybe natasha i guess but who cares about her um (laughs) sorry (laughs) um but i don't yeah i think they're gonna realize that they might keep him in maybe for like a few more rounds but i could see him getting like fifth or something you sound very, um, I'm not going to say pessimistic, but you sound like you seem to think that the end game is kind of pretty much etched in stone, it sounds like. You, you, don't, you don't seem to think there's going to be a lot of movement on that front at this point. Is that, am I reading you right, or am I just imagining things? Mm, you're probably right. I probably, I think I do think that there's not going to be some huge shock with who's in the end at this point. Um... I don't know. I do. I think people will try to do things, but I feel like it's going to be some combination of two big players and like Dominique, Alyssa, Misty, and like a goat. Probably, I imagine. That's kind of what I'm thinking is going to happen. Who in this cast, Joshua, would you classify as a GOAT? I know you mentioned Nina. Is Nina really the only one, or would, would there be other ones in that, that category for you? Um, I think... Unfortunately, I think Nick could be to other people, but, I mean, I would vote him. If other people that are still in the game come in and have an open mind towards him, maybe he won't be a GOAT, but so far, like, the other jury members kind of classify him as that. I think Ethan could get to GOAT status if he keeps enabling the girls, for sure. 100%. Yeah, for sure. Sorry, I am, uh, I just, uh, got a message. Some situations, but I don't want to, I don't want to drag this podcast down with, uh, with that. I apologize for any of that, but um, I wanted to say we really. I hope you know that. I hope. I hope that even though you finished in ninth place, that you genuinely enjoyed your experience here. I mean, you've played every big series under the sun, just like I have. The difference is you've actually had some success in them, unlike me recently. Um, like you know, Good and Evil, Void, Arcana. You well, you haven't played Arcana, but you've played like Good and Evil. You've played Warriors. I'm assuming. So like, yeah. I hope that this experience was something that. You know, maybe it doesn't stand up quite to, you know, the rigors of a good and evil, but I hope that there were definitely, like, we've talked a lot of negative here, so let's talk about what are some things that you genuinely enjoyed about your experience here that made this game stand out, even for someone who's played as many games as you have? I would say... 
I don't know. I really liked that I had the opportunity to play like how I used to play. I feel like recently, the past like however many games, I don't remember, um, I was playing more to like win, which don't get me wrong, I, I did want to win this. I think it would have been cool, but you know those games i was playing more like okay be social but not too social and then like slip under the radar until like you know mid-merge and then rise up you know do all these big moves and then win it was like a formula like a set formula and i i don't have fun playing that way so when i had the opportunity once again like at the marcus vote which was a big turning point for me when I had the opportunity to be like, you know what? I'm not going to just sit here and vote someone out just because someone tells me to, I'm going to try to get what I want and play this game with people that I like. So that's what I did. And I'm like, this is going to either get me really far or it's going to bite me eventually, but either way, it's going to be a fun time. So let's just enjoy it. So a good time, not a long time philosophy. Right, exactly. Well, I'm glad that you were able to get that out of the experience. And of course, I think the highlight for me with you had to be, even though it didn't make the episode quote because I was so mad at Marcus and Kathy that I wanted to quote. system. Vanetta, who was, yeah. How did that even, how did that become a thing? How did that, what, what was going on with the Chinese checkers that led to the word bussy system? Uh, that was, we, uh, we all just read that. And I mean, we were all just dying in the production lounge. We were just like, wow. Listen, well, we were going with the strategy not to leave uh, one of our checkers or whatever they were. Yeah, checkers, um, like alone. So... We're like, we need to move this one. And then I was like, yeah, we should. Bussy system. But it was supposed to be buddy. <laughs> but the S and the D are right next to each other. Like, anybody could have made that typo. Okay. Well, it was definitely funny. And I remember you were, they would not let you live it down. You were just like, not this, shut up, stop. It was just like one of those very... You know, you look for those kind of moments in an orb where you're just everyone's laughing, having a good time. And what what did you think of the um, of the Chinese checkers being you know featured as a challenge? I think, especially considering like the heavy stuff that we went through that day with like having to expel Kathy and Marcus and all of that. But it was a nice like break from like yeah. the rigors of the game for 24 hours. It was a nice break, honestly. It was really that might have been the funnest challenge to me. Um, just because there wasn't the pressure of winning immunity and I felt like I was kind of really good at it. Like, obviously we didn't win, but I feel like I was the one in my tribe who was like making all of these like really cool, unique maneuvers. And every time I came up with one, I was like, Oh, that was good. Like I (laughs) I should do this more often. But, um, but yeah, it was really fun. I really liked that challenge. Yeah, it all stemmed ironically from a night in a different game, Arcana All-Stars, where I inadvertently got my tribe of seven people to play a Chinese checkers game that lasted nearly four hours and ended with everyone complaining about how much they hated it all. And <laughs> then the reason I ever brought it in here is because I literally, like every place I've ever gone, like every Euro 5 and Euro 6, I had several people make like offhanded joke comments about 
Well, I guess the cha- I guess the challenge won't be Chinese checkers, Katya. So I finally was like, "You want to keep making me not live this down? Well, here you've got your wish. We're gonna act. I'm gonna put you all through it." And that's that's how we uh, how we got the challenge. But I'm really glad you enjoyed it. And outside of the mini, which I am sorry took so long, I hope that the like the intensity of the mini was still like a fun and enjoyable thing. And I remember just reading your live confessional like as it was going and like seeing how you were like, fuck Domino, you were like, fuck Domino Alyssa, fuck these people, and fuck that person, <laughs> like, the class came out, even though you were out of it pretty early on. Yeah, I was, uh, that's, that's actually the moment when I was like, you know what, I'm done with Dom, like, she can go fuck herself, because I know she voted me out of that, and I know she didn't want me to win because she probably thought that I was going to exile Sam, which maybe I would have. Who knows? I wanted to save him. Um, but, but yeah, that was like... Can't blame me there. He's a nice guy. Yeah, I love Sam. I'm, I can't believe at the end of like the guy's tribe, he was like my least favorite. I'm like, how did that happen? Because he's great. Well, to be fair, I mean, outside of like... I mean, a lot of the guys were very social. I mean, this was a very... I don't know, maybe you disagree with me. This was a very, like, social and personable group of people for the most part. And the yeah. guys tried especially. Like, the, the early burger days, you guys were talking to everybody at all times. And then, like, you decided, I'm going to save Nick. And, you know, you made that power move. And, uh, mm-hmm. I, and you know, Nick owes you big. He's still sitting out there. I know, and I'm I'm like, I'm so glad I did that because, yeah, he's still in. And I feel like it really paid off for him <laughs> yeah it did but you know we're down to eight people the one person you haven't really touched on you've touched on you're not voting for ethan and i totally understand why i think i think most people would understand that uh the one person i haven't touched on is keith keith is an interesting one just because i mean like he came from that that extra baggage twist which could not have worked out better for like your burger group right to have the medina tribe come in here like throwing mud at each other no yeah exactly but Um, he's still he's still sitting in there yeah uh i love keith i from my understanding there obviously could have been more behind the scenes but from my understanding it seemed like Keith and Sam were both down to do the 4-2-2 on Alyssa. Um, But, and Keith is actually, okay, so this is something that I did not touch on in my confessional or whatever, but earlier that day, Keith actually came to me and told me like, hey, this might put me in a really bad spot if people find out. But I just want you to know, Ethan told Misty that you were targeting her. And I was like, oh? And that is what really like made me start to think like the gears kind of started turning. I'm like, is Ethan against me? And stupid me, because I thought he would be blindly loyal to me, I straight up asked him. I was like, did you tell Misty I was targeting her? And he said... Yeah, lol. That was just my way of trying to get her to idol herself. Ha ha ha. And I was like, oh, so you didn't just like randomly turn against me, right? And he was like, lol, no. <laughs> and I was like, and now I look back and I'm like, you should have, you should have went to like Alyssa or something and tried to vote Ethan. But obviously, I didn't want to do that because I was still super loyal to him at the time. But 
I don't know. Hindsight. So you mentioned this four-two-two plan of Alyssa. I yeah. think you, you mentioned you kind of wanted to target Dominique as well. Like, who were the people that were in on this, and why do you think it ultimately fell apart? Were people just too afraid to make a move? Was it? A, do you, did they have their claws in too deep? What What happened there? Because I mean, like, to your credit, I'm going to absolutely like gas you up and blow you up here. Like, I've seen you play. I've seen you play here. Like, you have a lot of social chops. You are very personable, very likable. You can usually get something to happen if you wanted to. So, yeah. um, you know what. What do you think is the reason why it kind of crumbled around you? I mean, Ethan is the reason, obviously. Um, so but... no plan, you didn't have any plan that didn't include him, is what you're saying? Ex- yeah, I, he was completely, he was the person that I was going to with the plan before I talked to anybody else. Like, I, my whole plan, I'll just give like a, you know, brief summary I knew Dominique and Missy were going to vote me. I knew that was inevitable. I was like, whatever. Then I was, in my head, I was like, let me go around to everybody else and pitch why they should vote Missy. Because, and my whole reasoning was like, you're all going to vote Missy. They're voting me. If Missy idles, I leave. If she doesn't, she leaves. Either way, you're getting rid of a big t- a big threat in me or Misty, or and or in addition to an idol, possibly two if she has both of them. Um, and so in my head, I was like, or I was telling everybody, I'm like, this makes this is the smartest des- decision for everybody involved who isn't Dominique or Misty, and. In the meantime, I was letting Alyssa and Nina believe that that was the plan. And then I was going to bring the four guys together and be like, okay, let's vote Alyssa. So then at that point, we get rid of Alyssa as well as Missy's idol because she will likely still idol herself. So that was my whole thought process. It sounds like a lot, but it made sense in my head. But obviously because Ethan was against me this whole time, I it was never going to work because he's been probably throwing me under the bus for who knows how long at this point. Well, I do commend you for one thing, and that is that, you know, you, you, made, you made a move early in the game to save someone that you wanted to keep around. You stuck to your guns. Like, I just, I want it known whether, you know, even if it didn't end up winning you the game in the end. Like, I respect the heck out of that. And I hope that you leave this game with no regrets about that at all. That you stuck out for somebody. I do not regret that. And I do not regret, you know, even though he didn't need it as much, I don't regret going to bat for Sam during the Natasha vote. Like, I, I'm never going to regret going to bat for somebody who I really like and who I want to stay in the game. Yeah, I'm the same way. I've even, like, I've literally had the tables turned on me because I've done that, and I'm like, yeah, I do not regret that at all. Um, So I definitely uh, appreciate about you that you stuck to your guns. Like, it's rare these days. So many people are, like, afraid to, like, not vote the right way and all of that. Like, sis, you do you. Like, I know not, not like, completely, but you, I think, I hope you get what I'm saying there. Like, yeah, it's appreciated yeah, sure. when you tell people who are like, no, that doesn't benefit me. I'm not doing that. Like, 
we really appreciated that about you. And I hope you know that like we as a staff, we all adored you. Um, and we still do. We're sad that you walked out, but I do, I do have one last question about your, your last ditch effort to stay. Um, yeah. you know, you mentioned that you feel like Dominique is the one that needs to go like the most urgently if any of these people, not because any of these people, but you seem to think that like, she's the big target, like to win the game right now, based on what you've said, at least that's how I've taken it. And why, why did, did you consider trying to shoot at her? Um, well, or would you have considered shooting at her if she didn't win immunity? Yeah, I think I said but, it. Um, I said it somewhere. I was like, I think it was in my last confessional. I was like, um, I like, I was like, I still love her, but am I going to, you know, ignore the opportunity when it arises to kill her? Absolutely not. Like, I knew that her, hers, and my games were not lining up, and at that point when i realized that i was like okay she has to go sooner rather than later and so if she doesn't if she doesn't dominate the escape room and win it she's probably the one you target probably but i probably would have wanted to psych misty out into using her idol on herself as well assuming she has it of course she does but yeah yeah just for the host i can't i can't i can't admit that to you for the sake of you know you and stuff yes Assuming she has the idol. Wink, wink. I mean, of course, I can't say. Um, however, um, that, that's another thing. I know you weren't on Exile a whole lot of times. I am curious, since you are another host, what did you think of the challenges that we came up for this season, both the, the individual immunity ones and the, the Exile Island Isles? I hope that you found them to be like an interesting wrinkle, at the very least. I, I always ask people when I have another host on the line, you know, what they thought of all that. Because, you know, as much as I pride myself in my series, I also, you know, I know I'm human, I'm fallible, and I like to get feedback. So, host to host, what did you think of all the, the challenges and the even the live elements and all that stuff? So, um, so there was a lot of live <laughs> challenges, um, which is fine. I mean, it's fine in retrospect. Like, I was able to make all of them. But... I would say probably the BB Mini was a lot. Um, that was probably the most <laughs> out of a challenge I've ever done uh, or been part of since I was out early in that challenge anyway, but whatever. Um, the Chinese Checkers was super fun. That was probably like the most fun challenge in this game for me. What were the other challenges? I'm talking like the idols and the, the the idols at Exile, the word filter stuff. I don't know if you ever did. You actually ever oh. play the idol challenge? I forget. Yeah, I did. I but I mean, at that point, it was gone, and I knew it was gone because people said that it was gone. But I did it anyway, just because there was nothing else for me to do. And it was. I feel like it was really easy, personally. Like the um, like the brain teasers and stuff. I really liked, okay, so what I really liked are those, like, um, those, like, emoji puzzles. Rebuses, yeah. Yeah, so those are, those have always been really fun to me, so I really enjoyed that. Um, but then, like, the brain teasers after that, a lot of it was easy to, like, Google and find an answer. Um, so, I don't know, those ones weren't as 
fun to me, I guess. But the emoji ones were like really fun, for sure. I tried to vary those brain teasers. I mean, you have to remember, like, I, I, you know, I don't have like a book of brain teasers with me, so like, I went with some that like I remember from memory, some that you know I, I came with a couple of them on my own, or I changed the wording around to hopefully not have it be you know too obvious. Um, you know, right. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes you know, not not everything you try to innovate works, but I'm glad that you seem to have enjoyed the challenges as a whole. Like I said, I know that live is. Kind of a, so the reason for that, not that you care, but I mean, I'm an org, I've been around org since 2010, so it's kind of like a historical note here. Um, yeah. The series that this series kind of modeled itself after, um, kind of took a blueprint from, was a mix of uh, Neville 22's versus Survivor and Animoney, where there's like, and Nikki's in the chat, she can attest, there was, there's like a heavy dose of like live elements to the challenges in animony and um so i've tried to at least like tone it down like if you look at past seasons it was even more prevalent than it is in this one but like that was kind of the calling card like there were all kinds of challenges like you had to catch the first tribe to catch 40 balls win a meter the first tribe to post something a thousand times like almost every challenge was something along those lines where you needed like a lot of participation so if you're wondering yeah. like why there's such a heavy like those challenges i'm sure you noticed are unique to Euro at this point. Those challenges really don't appear anymore. So I know that they're not everyone's uh, cup of tea, but I do appreciate that you gave all of them your all and that you seem to, like I said, for the most part, enjoy them. And the last thing, in defense of the BB Mini, in most cases, um, I host that challenge at like 7 p.m. Eastern time because of how long it can run, especially if there are yeah. like clear divisions. Um, however, I hope you can respect that the, the reason I put it at the time I did is because of the idle windows with like Keith and Sam and whatnot. And my thought process was, you know, if I did this early on, you know, it would it would give the people if the people who had the early idle windows had like uh, like a last ditch effort if they felt like they were in danger to come up with an idle. And I felt like if I did it at seven o'clock, maybe people would feel like, you know, oh, there's they don't have any last-ditch hope to find anything. Because it's not like a regular idol where you can find it whenever. You only have one hour to do it. So that yeah. was that was what went into that. And I just, I'm not so much defending myself, but I'm saying I hope that you can understand, like, why that decision was made. So, yeah, that's fair. But I did, that. it's actually funny you said that. Because as I was, like, talking to a couple of the other players, I was like, you know, this would be a really fun challenge if it was, like, midday on, like, a Sunday. <laughs> I'm like, then I feel like I would really be into it. But because it was so late and I'm an old lady, I was like, <laughs> I have to get to bed. Like, this is going way too long and I am going to turn into a pumpkin. <laughs> well, if it makes you feel any better, there's a reason that I had to redo those hang those Wheel of Fortunes because, I mean, I'm sure you know, I was getting tired too. So I do, I was suffering with you guys. So if it makes you feel any better. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Once it got late, but yeah. Um, like I said, normally, like, the final immunity challenge on Saturday night is also a live endurance. Like, I just mentioned things that come from Animony, and this is one of them. If you mm -hmm. stay in a chat room as long as possible um, is the challenge. It's the same one we've done every season since season four. And, like, that one's going to start at 8 o'clock p.m. Eastern time because that because no one wants to be up till 5 o'clock in the morning, not me and not anybody. Um, and there's no idle windows to be worrying about. Like, the mini normally would be starting at, like, 7 o'clock or 6 o'clock for the reason that you mentioned. Um, and I just, I'm going to apologize to everyone else who gets voted out, not just you, but like, I do apologize for that. Um, it was not, I mean, like I said, it was not something that 
you can necessarily foresee when it starts. And it was something that, you know, I, I've never done an idle window like I did this season. So I had to take that into account when I, when I plan and schedule, I'm not trying to like defend myself to oblivion, but I'm saying like, I do apologize for the timing of it because I know everyone was tired. And I just want to say, I also appreciate that you fought it out and stayed up and had the dedication to do that because like, that means a lot to me as a host. And I want to just thank you personally for sacrificing that sleep and being a good sport about it because it could be very easy to get grumpy and grouchy there. Yeah, I mean, I was grumpy and grouchy, but I didn't show it. So you're welcome. <laughs> like I said, it is appreciated. I hope on the whole, though, that like the mini, even though it was so late at night, like you said, like I hope that even like while you were playing, you had a good time. Yeah, yeah. While I was in like the three rounds, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it can, I mean, it can be intense too. Like if you imagine, like you know, if you go long enough, and you know, it can, it can get fun. It was, it got intense. Nick got annihilated in the final round. That's beside the point. Um, I'm kind of rambling now as well, and I apologize for that. It's been kind of a stressful night here in Euroland. I get it. However, uh, we've kind of touched on everything that we want to, so I'm going to kind of wrap this up now a little bit. Um, As we're sharing a drink here at the waterfront, not sure what uh, what your drink of choice is. Feel free to answer. Um, What uh, I always do this with everyone who gets voted out. What song should I play when I finally put this together um, to close out this interview and your time here on the beautiful little island of Malta. Wait, do I get to choose a song? Like a personal you do. song for mine? Oh my god. Everyone gets to do that, yes. This is so much pressure. I didn't think about this. <laughs> um, play Heart to Break by Kim Petras. Okay, I do love me some Kim Petras. I'm definitely here yeah. for that. Um, because I gave any... Ethan, I gave Ethan my heart to break, and he broke it. You should have given your heart to Benji, to be honest, more than you did. I did, you know. Uh, so that was actually my... one thing. We didn't talk about your relationship with Banjo enough, so before we go off the air here, let's talk a little bit about just how Benji stole your heart too, because he deserves that. He deserves that. Uh, that shout out here. Uh, good old Banjo. He was my favorite. I don't know. You know, even though I had Ethan at my number one, like, at all times, I low-key kind of think Banjo was my number one. But I, like, didn't admit it because I'm like, I can't betray Ethan like that. Like, I feel dirty. But, um, but I do kind of think Banjo was my number one. I think Ethan was slipping and I just didn't want to admit it to myself. (laughs) But yeah, for sure. I I, I, I love Banjo. You epitomize like the popular high school girl trope at the merge when you're like, my three best allies all hate each other. This is fine. <laughs> and they did. Like I was so mad. I was like, why are all three of them coming to me saying that they either hate the other two or they like really distrust the other two? And I'm just sitting here like yeah same but in my head i was like oh but i love them <laughs> i was like this is not the okay. epitome of a, this is fine meme yeah literally i'm like this is fine. like how am i gonna make moves with my three best allies at each other's throats this is fine. exactly <laughs> and and then like when i came back from exile and banjo was dead i was like and ethan was like oh he voted me, so blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, well, I'm happy you're safe, but, like, I loved Banjo. <laughs> and he probably, like, hated me for saying that. 
I mean, uh, Benji's interview is up in the Ponderosa Lounge. Feel free to uh, feel free to give it a listen. Jones and George will be up in the next couple days. Actually, before um, before we like we went on while I was waiting, I like had pulled that up and was starting to listen to it. So I'll have to finish it out. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you'll enjoy what you hear there. Uh, I don't know when yours will go up. I have to do Natasha's in the next day or so, and I might just upload like you, Joan, and Natasha's like a triple feature at some point. Um, that's probably what's going to happen. But thank you so much for doing this. I hope that you've enjoyed getting this stuff off your chest. And any predictions on who's going to join you tomorrow night now that you've seen Immunity and Exile? Um, who won Immunity? Misty, right? Misty's immune, and Dominique is exiled on that exile rule that led oh. to a lot of controversy well, which is why i've been distressed all night long of course they're both immune again they get to both make it to the final seven um i think oh god i don't know i hope ethan dies i don't think that's gonna happen though maybe keith maybe i'll like maybe i'll say keith I'll say Keith. You're not hoping for that, though, are you? No, I'm not. I hope Ethan dies, for sure. Ethan's like, who I want. Very soon. Um, and last thing, I, I know we're supposed to edit a song, which I will put that song in, don't worry. What, uh, what is your drink of choice? Do you have a drink here with me? Do you need crystal clear blue water? Don't get in my heart to break.
yeah One look at you, I'm powerless I feel my body saying yes Where's my self-control? Uh, and when you touch me, I'm a fool This game I know I'm gonna lose 